everyone and welcome to another episode of the Tenacious Tycoons with me, Sarah Flynn and my great partner in crime, Lee Isles. So this week we are talking all things health under one of our core pillars and the two main topics that we are going to be discussing today, uh, the first one is the benefits of health to business and how those two things are linked um, and how they are conducive to one another. And then the second part we're going to speak about is our personal transformation. So we're going to be sharing with you the journeys that Lee and I have been on, uh, huge transformations from a health perspective to get us to where we are today. We'll be sharing those tips. Um, so as I said, the very first part of this is all around uh, the benefits of health to business. Um, and I am now going to hand over to Lee just to really annoy him and put him on the spot because we like to do this to each other. Um, so Lee, if you would like to give us a little introduction as to your thoughts on the benefits of health in business, do you think there is a correlation between the two? Yeah, absolutely. So hi, everyone. It's Lee here again. And yeah, I've been put on the spot there, haven't I, Sarah? So this is what we like to do. But yeah, we decided to have a chat about um, the benefits of being healthy and, and in particular being physically healthy as well and what it does for you in your life and in your business. And yeah, I mean, I'm like one of the biggest advocates of this. What can I say? It's, it's having a background and being trained up as a personal trainer makes a big, big impact on this. And that's why I actually did it, um, because I, I have a, a firm belief that you cannot get the most out of your life if you are not healthy. You know, you, you cannot get any enjoyment because if you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to go out and do the things that you want to do. You're not going to be able to experience the things you want to experience. And if you're not physically healthy either, then, you know, you're not going to be able to do that either. You know, you're not like I'm a huge advocate of being quite physically strong. Um, that's my personal passion. But the reason I'm such an advocate for it and why I think most people should focus on having a good element of strength is it just makes things simple. And a very, very basic example of this I like to share with people is just when you go shopping, you know, you've got bags that you need to carry, even if it's just from your car to your front door. You know, if you have a certain level of, of physical fitness, physical strength, then even just a simple task like that can be quite easy. Whereas you see so many people actually struggle doing something so simple, especially now in, in, in older age as well, because if you don't maintain that level of fitness, that level of, of health, then, you know, that is where you're your life is impacted and I just honestly don't see how people can really benefit from a life without being fit and healthy. So on that, I'm actually going to pass it back to you, Sarah, and get your opinion of it. Yeah, you know, I think that's a really good point because, um, you know, I too am a big advocate of um, physical health, but one of the reasons that I'm such a big advocate of physical health is because for me, and I'm sure other people, and I imagine you, Lee, as well, will have experienced this, is um, that physical health to me, um, then overlaps into mental health. And I think it was a really interesting point that you brought up about um, strength specifically, because I um, have personally experienced times where I have not felt mentally, physically strong as we all don't at times. Um, but then I have you know, sort of embarked in a process of trying to drag myself out of that. And one of the things that I have done regularly is gone to the gym and maybe lifted heavy weights or, you know, done some really, rigorous training that's made me feel strong um, and the byproduct of that is then when I've come home you know and I've rested and um, that makes me feel mentally strong again so it's almost like one kind of 
carries over and, and overlaps into the other one you know and it's no secret that people say that exercise is a great you know cure of depression um, and, and i think that is absolutely true you know if you are feeling not very good in yourself it's a proven fact that obviously um exercise releases endorphins and it gives you that feel good hormone that we all need and we all crave and um, you know and it's much better um, though we don't want to admit it, you know, then going to the pub and having a drink, which we all really like to do, which definitely temporarily makes you feel better, <laughs> but but it's not long and sustained. And, and I think from that perspective, you know, it, for me, it's about that whole overlap. You know, we, we talk a lot about in these podcasts and, you know, just between you and I, Lee, specifically around the mindset of um, having to endure day-to-day business and the strength that that takes. And, you know, for me, one leads into the other leads into the other that kind of physical element of health and fitness really kind of plays out into you into your mindset and how you feel mentally and how prepared you feel for life and um, which then obviously plays out into how you conduct your business you know and how you react to things you know it, it's coming back to that whole piece around resiliency um, and interestingly enough you and I have both had a really tough week in business this week and we were just speaking about that before we came on today um, and you know neither of us could get through those really difficult times if we're not physically and mentally equipped to be able to deal with those challenges I don't know if you agree with that I absolutely do and it's similarly on the point that you made about the the impact on your mental health of being physically healthy as well. To give another example, which is again a current one for me, is as you know, I've, I've hurt my back recently. And uh, to the point that when I feel the pain of that, it, it can be quite impactful in my day to day life. Not that, you know, it physically stops me doing things because I can move through the pain, I can work through it, and the things I can do to also mitigate that, whether it be painkillers, stretching, whatever it may be. But there is that psychological impact of, if I am walking around or I stand up or I've woken up and my back is increasing pain, which at the moment it has been, especially the last couple of days, it just really demotivates me in terms of what I want to do. But if I manage to stretch through that and make it feel a bit better, it's the same thing as when I've trained in the past, you know, when I can, and, you know, I go and get the satisfaction of lifting something really heavy off the floor or doing a really heavy squat or something like that at the gym, which is my passion. It's the mental kickstart that that gives you for lack of a better phrase it, it it's the satisfaction it, people always talk about the, the small wins in life and the little wins that you can have and rewarding yourself for these and the rewards don't have to be anything tangible they could just be a pat on the back for yourself but that's the impact that i always got from the gym where i go and i succeed at a certain lift and if it's an, an increase on your personal best or something like that that's a small win and you do celebrate that. So you ramp yourself up and you get yourself ready to go. Then you perform the exercise and the lift and then you get it completed and you get that overwhelming sense of satisfaction. You get the knock on effect chemically from your endorphins and certain other parts of our our biological systems. And it just helps lift your mood. And let's be fair, if you're going in and certainly my situation, lifting like a particularly heavy weight, you're not going to go in and do that if you're miserable because you just can't. You really have to get yourself in the zone. We spoke about it on the the first episode that we did about how people get themselves in the zone. And if you're not in the zone to do something, you generally won't do it. It doesn't have to be just exercise related. You know, if you're not in the zone to do anything in your business and you've got a lot of admin you need to do, you're not going to do it or you're not going to enjoy it or you're going to resent your business. Or similarly, 
you know, if you're going out to meet friends and you're just not in the mood and you're feeling down and you don't want to do it, then you may still make yourself go. You may not. You may stop yourself, which means that you're missing out. But even if you do go and you're still miserable, then, you know, you're not necessarily just not enjoying it yourself, but you can be impacting the mood of others. So by getting yourself out of that state and having a more uplifted energy physically and certainly having a, a good healthy lifestyle and good health in general adds to that, then that means that you get more enjoyment out of your day-to-day life. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, though. It's, it's that whole piece isn't it, about how everything um, physically that you do is correlated directly to your mental state, is correlated then, you know, and, and plays out in your business. And, and I do think it's interesting because the other thing to me about physical health, um, particularly, is that it's hard. Like, they, they, it's not easy, and that's why people don't do it. And I think that that's why there's such a big correlation between people that um, are very sort of regimented and very good at having a physical routine. Um, from a health perspective and an exercise perspective, um, a lot of those people are the people that succeed in business. And, you know, some people would sit here and, you know, play devil's advocate and, and say, you know, probably to you and I, Lee, well, you know, Sarah, you telling me that I have to be super fit to run a really successful business? Absolutely no, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is there are lots of similarities between trying to be physically fit and having that, that consistency and having that routine and having that regimented approach um, that you would have to translate all those, um, uh, what's the word, the same skill set, that's what I'm trying to say, over into, into the business world. And I think that's why you see a lot of people um, that run very successful businesses equally have very structured, good routines of health that they always put before business, you know, like the health will always come first. Um, but, you know, it is that thing, it, exercise is hard. People don't want to do it. And that's no different to taking that first step in business. It's hard and nobody wants to take it. Um, but, you know, that having that physical and mental well-being um, genuinely comes before any anything. And, and what people will say that we're in a successful business, everybody that I've ever spoke to, they will always say, you know, I have a really good routine. And I know we were kind of speaking about this last week, but we were speaking on, on a more broad scale, but a lot of them will have very, very strict um, diets. They will have very strict physical, um, you know, health routines, exercise routines that they will go through religiously. Um, genu- generally, most of the time, all of them will do it before they start any business practices on a morning. You know, that, that is the first thing that we'll do. We'll get the body right, get the mind right. And it's funny because I was thinking about this before we were recording today, like it's so cliche, this whole kind of mind, body and soul piece, you know, that people say, and you know, but but it is the truth, as cliche as it sounds and as annoying as that phrase has become, um, and it's so overused. Um, it, it is the truth because getting all those bits right um, you know, being in the best physical health that you can be in and being in the best possible mental state that you can be in sets you up to make the right business decisions and it makes business easier without a doubt. Um, you know, and I don't think anybody you speak to that's set up a successful business and is running a successful business would ever doubt, you know, ever say otherwise, you know, the, the two are so strongly linked. Um, but as I say, that's probably because they both have similar skill sets. You know, it's about having routine and regimented and resiliency and pushing yourself a lot of the time outside your comfort zone, you know, choose what anybody says, 
there's probably 2% of the entire population that genuinely want to go for a run in the pouring down rain and it's minus three. Not many people want to do it, but, but the people who succeed in business also generally tend to be the people that will push themselves to do the run in the rain, you know, at 2am, you know, in, in like ridiculous conditions and um, because they have that resiliency. Um, and, and I do think that, you know, like I say, if you're starting up in business um, and you're thinking about how you can be resilient, you know, using skills and drawing on skills from exercise, I think is a very good way to, to kind of transfer those skills from a, from a kind of resiliency perspective, because a lot of those things about pushing yourself, things you necessarily don't want to do, you know, particularly when it comes to exercise, definitely mirrored over into the business world. Yeah, I agree. And while you've been talking there, I mean, it's, it's occurred to me that there's three kind of key characteristics that define successful people, whether that's in business or otherwise. Um, but they're the same key characteristics that determine the people who do well when they're exercising, whether that be getting up and going for a run in the rain or going to the gym. So the first one I thought of there was it's the discipline. It's the discipline to be able to get the things done that you need to do to want to get up and do what it is you need to do, whether that is getting up and going for a run, whether it's going to the gym to lift a, a few weights or whether it's getting up and doing the, the crap tasks or one of a better phrase in your business. Then you've got the drive and the ambition. You know, you have to have that if you want to be successful. You have to know where you're going and why. And that has to be persuasive enough to yourself that you want to do it. And it's exactly the same when you're exercising then. So if you have those transferable characteristics, you're going to have the same in your business. And then the third one there was what you've already mentioned, which is resiliency. Mm -hmm. So applying all three to uh, my example, when I go to the gym and lift my weights, I've got to have the discipline to get myself out of bed, to get to the gym to go and really try and push myself to lift heavier and heavier weight because I like to be strong. Then I've got to have the drive and the ambition behind that, which is, well, what am I doing it for? Well, I want to be physically strong for X, Y, and Z reasons. Plus I've got my goals set around those as tangible things I can reach. And then the resiliency, because at the end of the day, in my example, it hurts like hell when you're breaking down your muscle to lift a load of heavy weight so you can get stronger. So you have to push through the pain a little bit. Um, but at the same time, you have to have that resilience of, you know, sometimes you won't lift what you need to lift and that's okay. You will do it next time or you'll, you'll modify what you're doing to, to get there. Or you may suffer a bit more pain. You may have an injury like I currently have and carrying that. So you have to have the resiliency to keep on going through that or to modify what you're doing to work around it. And I think if you have those three in particular, three characteristics I've just mentioned, they are so transferable over to just being successful generally but again, apply them to your business, have the discipline to get up early in the morning to get your uh, critical tasks out of the way before you move on to the more enjoyable things potentially that you're then allowed to do. You have the drive and the ambition to make successful business, to make success of your life. And then you have the resiliency to keep on going when, as you've already mentioned, you have crap weeks and crap days like we're currently having this week. If you have those characteristics, you, you get through it. And if you have them in one element of your life, then you, you can have them in another. And, backing that up by being physically healthy and physically fit it just helps the situation in my honest opinion yeah completely um i wholly wholly agree with all the points that you've, you've just raised there lee and i think um you know we've talked a lot about being physically healthy um, and i think we've talked a lot about exercise specifically i think in the first sort of 10 minutes and, and i think actually um you know another huge part um and ironically 
you know, the, 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 the myth, maybe the reality, who knows, is that apparently, you know, eating and having a good diet makes up 80% of, you know, can you, you in your total um, fitness levels, I suppose, and the other 20% is made up from, from exercise and keeping physically healthy. Um, and I think, you know, the, the, the diet aspect um, is also another really, really big thing because it really plays out in your mental health. Um, you know, as, as you and I will probably talk about when we talk about our own transformations that we've been on. Um, but, it, and it's, it's so true, you know, when I think back to um, the days when I didn't eat so well, you know, and um, the difference between a McDonald's milkshake and a protein shake, you know, the, hel the, the hilarity is it, it genuinely does make me feel different when, when I have those things. And that's, you know, and although the McDonald's milkshake makes me feel great in the moment, the remorse and the regret and the woe and self-pity afterwards um, is is terrible. And it does physically make you feel a bit sluggish when you eat fatty food and you don't feel the same. You know, whereas if I'm having like a, a smoothie or a protein shake or something that's a lot better for me, um, you know, I feel good that I've had it and I don't have any of those afterthoughts. Um, and that does make me feel better for the day. So like I'm eating that food or I'm drinking those smoothies or whatever I'm doing. And, and then like I'm off to do another task and I feel really upbeat about life and my business and and i think you know that the two just play such a tremendous role you know in, in kind of how you operate in your day-to-day -day life and um, you can't really put a price on that for me yeah it's, it's something i did want to touch on very very briefly and i will try and keep this very brief because as we both know we can both talk but me in particular <laughs> yeah. but again it's a key passionate subject of mine but that message of when people looking to lose weight as a very basic example they always focus on doing the exercise but it's not the exercise that gets you the weight off it's the diet there's no point in exercising on a regular basis 30 minutes an hour a day when you're eating 6,000 calories of sugar it just doesn't work but it's also what you just said as well it's the physical health that you have as a knock-on impact of eating well you know, there's certain foods, and again, big, big topic, not going to go into it, but certain foods that if you eat them, they will naturally release energy into your system and they will help. And again, that's all around about your nutrition side of things. Conversely, though, there are also the certain types of foods that will have the negative impact. So your example there of going to McDonald's and having a milkshake, the amount of sugar that's in that because it's, it's ice cream and it's full of sugar because of you know what they want to do and various fats as well. The problem with that is that they give you that short-term burst of elation because it's a sugar high. That's why it's called a sugar high. Inevitably, then you have the crash. And that's the problem when you don't eat well and you eat junk food. Sometimes it's good to do it. Sometimes it's good to relax and allow yourself to do these things. And that is part of a healthy, balanced diet. But if that's all you do and you're constantly going on a high and crashing, it's the same when people drink coffee all the time or just have a lot of caffeine. You go on that high and then you crash and then you go on another high and then you crash that's not sustainable well as far as i'm concerned especially if you're trying to be successful i mean if you need to rely on a cup of coffee every half an hour when are you going to get any work done because you're constantly brewing the kettle so yeah the, the key point there is that your diet is so so important it's actually more important in my mind than the physical aspect you need both but the focus should be on the diet first that leads into the physical the physicality because that makes you fit what makes you healthy is your nutrition and your your intake so i think we did have that on the list originally to talk about today, but we, we chose not to just to try and condense the time a little bit because we do talk, as we've already mentioned. Um, but I think that's that's really important for us to come back to at some point. But what we were kind of keen to share today as well was not just our opinions of why 
being physically healthy and being physically fit is such a, an important part of your life and certainly part of your business as well, but also how that's positively impacted us and, and why we have that belief based on our own experiences. So I'm going to hand it back to you, Sarah. Do you want to go first and, and share your story a bit there? Yeah, yeah, completely. Thanks, Lee. Um, and, and I agree. I think it's all right us talking, but um, like you say, what, what does it mean and why do we feel that we're experts in this subject? And I think one of the reasons that Lee and I wanted to speak about this is just the genuine circumstance. You know, anybody that's listened to our um, podcast and seen our YouTube from the start will know that Lee and I um, don't know each other, you know, for a long time. We haven't got this long-standing friendship. We have come together through a network um, only in the last kind of six months. And, um, you know, our friendship has, has blossomed and we've decided to sort of go into uh, this sort of imparting wisdom on the world together as the tenacious tycoons. And that's how we met. But when Lee and I first started talking, just by sheer coincidence, um, both of the things uh, that we kind of accomplished at points in our life was undergoing um, huge physical um, transformations uh, in, in our bodies. Um, and when we were talking about it, we were both kind of then, and this is kind of how the whole subject came up, I suppose, we were then speaking about how that those physical transformations had kind of really helped us, we both felt, become more successful in life through the different life choices that we'd made through the transformations. Um, so a little bit of background about kind of what happened with me was, um, as a kid, um, I, was, I was never thin. Um, I was very good at eating exactly what I wanted and, and nobody really put the brakes on that. Um, we had all the really nice things um, in life. I was very fortunate. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things really that um, we had in our house a lot, and I'm just thinking about this now, it's making me laugh, um, was we had a goodie cupboard. Um, and essentially in this goodie cupboard was just absolutely laden, and I mean laden with chocolate and crisps and sweets and cakes and all the nice things that as a child you really like to eat. Um, and there was no lock on it and there was no... Um, you know, there was no kind of times when we couldn't touch it. It was very much a free for all. Um, and, you know, it was a really fond memory as a kid, <laughs> but, but you know, di didn't really serve me very well in life. Um, and, you know, just a caveat, my, my parents weren't feeding me up and that definitely wasn't the sole reason <laughs> that, that I had a hard diet. Um, you know, lots of other life choices along the way. Um, you know, I found alcohol when I was 18. That's an awful thing that makes you pile on the pounds. Um, I definitely had no interest in exercise. Um, you know, and I very much just led that kind of typical um, carefree lifestyle, I suppose, when it came to my attitude um, about my own physical health. As many people do when you're young, you don't really understand the importance of it, etc. And, and that was all kind of fine. Um, you know, I had some small periods in my life have been marginally bullied for being bigger when I was um, at school. Not that it ever bothered me. You know, I was very lucky that a bit of kind of a water product back have always been quite resilient. So the comments never, never really affected me. Um, but I just reached a point when I was probably like 19, 20, when I just started to think, okay, I really don't like the way I look, I don't like the way I feel, eating all this food and drinking all this alcohol. You know, I'm not really looking after myself is making me feel quite down and I was getting quite depressed about it. And a little bit like Lee was saying, you know, it's kind of all those things so like the sugar high and then I was crashing all the time. So I was eating loads of rubbish. I was constantly over because I was out with my friends all the time and everything was just having like a major impact. Um, and it was starting to have a real major impact on me uh, mentally as well. And I just woke up one day 
um, I'd started to watch a couple of things on YouTube and see some bits about people who had undergone quite major transformations and they'd become really fit and healthy. And I could see how it had benefited them and how happy they were. And I thought, do you know what, Sarah, you really need to do something about this. So um, I sat at my desk one day when I was working at Yorkshire Bank and I just thought, do you know what, enough um, is enough. And it was it was small steps for me in the start. Um, and it wasn't about exercise, it genuinely was just about food, which is interesting, you know, what, what Lee and I were talking about. Not that I knew this 80-20 split at all at the time. Um, I just decided that it was easier for me to change what I eat than embark on trying to run a marathon because I just that was too much for me in my head at the time. Um, so I just literally started cutting some foods out. I didn't particularly calorie count or anything in the start. I just very simple, you know, sort of swapping awful junk food out for a bit of fruit here and there and I, and I did like a bit of a gradual process for the first year um, and, and through kind of not too much effort on my part um, I lost about a stone and I thought oh that was that was quite good that was a good year it went well you know it just slowly it was kind of materializing that I was feeling a bit better and then after a year I sort of thought right I want to take this a little bit more seriously so I started doing some research about um you know kind of macros and understanding how to understand different food groups and what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating um, and kind of put together myself a bit of a healthy eating plan if, if you want to call it that and I thought, right, now I understand what foods I'm going to eat and kind of how it should operate. I'm going to try and stick to this for another year. And I'm also going to incorporate a little bit of exercise. So I joined a gym and just twice a week. I went and I did a class um, and another year passed and I lost uh, another two stones. So I've now lost three stones. I thought, oh, this is quite good. Uh, things are looking up. I'm looking at better. I'm definitely feeling a lot better in myself mentally. Um, and then the final year, I thought, right, I just want to take this more seriously now really really seriously and make a proper kind of habit and a lifestyle and make a real lifestyle choice um you know and and i it really embarked on um full transformation as it were in completely kind of changing my body shape and i got a personal trainer and um i spent then the majority of kind of 2013 um in in the gym and um, not that that's necessary it was kind of what i chose to do um you know and i was exercising maybe like oh seven, eight, nine hours a week, quite regularly, um, uh, doing walking everywhere, walk to work, I walked back from work, you name it, any opportunity I had to walk, did the full shebang. Um, and, and in the three year period, I ended up losing a total of five and a half stone, um, you know, which, which is um, a lot of weight to lose. Um, and ironically, most people that knew me at school now and still live in my hometown have genuinely no, ha no idea who I am, which is quite funny. So I spend a lot of time explaining to people when I'm like, oh hi you know it's lovely to see you after all this time when they're like who who are you um and i'm like no no i'm still me i've just lost a lot of weight um but but you know on a really serious note that the what that did for me was give me this renewed energy that i never had before it gave me this like renewed lease of life and quite you know and i would say it's no coincidence that the very same time that all this was happening suddenly i was doing really well in my new job at work i got two promotions i was more engaged i was more alert and um, you know and i do completely attribute that natural transition of this transformation that i went through to those things because mentally i was in a better state of mind i wasn't eating all this rubbish that was you know affecting my mind affecting how i was thinking and feeling and everything just felt lifted um, and you know and, and in this kind of by the end of this three-year period i was just 
like beaming I was like a, a genuinely a new person and lots of people said that they could kind of see that in me and but I've taken all those things that I've learned and as I said all that kind of discipline as you rightfully said Lee that I learned in those years and translated it then when I started a business into the business world um, and it's really stuck with me and I've kept those routines and you know I've never luckily thankfully I've never put the weight back on I've been very kind of rigid and regimented from that perspective um, and for the most part I really can't, I definitely don't exercise to the degree I did though just to be clear that um, you know I've got, I've got a little kid now and um, things are very different as anybody listening knows if you've got children but but yes yeah, so I think you know just undergoing that whole process you know, I could really see how it benefited me and how it has continued to benefit me from keeping up that lifestyle from a business perspective. Yeah, that's fantastic. And let me be the first to say thanks for sharing. That's it's actually been really interesting because I'm I've not heard that story before. So it's it's good to um to get that bit of insight into into your journey with it and just the impact it's had on you and the benefits that you've seen from it. Yeah. And while I've been listening as well, I've been drawing the comparisons, obviously, because I'm about to share mine in terms of what I've done, where I've come from. And there are similarities, but there, there was one kind of key event with me that changed things. So, uh, you know, I, without going into detail, my, my background's not too dissimilar in that I've, you know, I was always the chubby kid. Um, I was bullied at school. I had various personal issues going on all through my childhood and things like that. So I never really had the best foundation to, to kind of, be the, the fittest and healthiest but I did enjoy certain parts of exercise I, I used to be a really really good swimmer and I used to love that I actually miss it but then I became body conscious because of the weight that I started putting on as a teenager and it was a similar thing where again there's no criticism and no judgment but just simply the diet that I was on because of what I was being fed by my, my mum at the time you know because she didn't have the the knowledge that say for instance we have at this point in time that's what's good for you what's bad for you and, and the, the restrictions and things like that it was just too free and it was too easy to put the weight on and that's kind of what happened and then just as kind of life progressed for me i just gradually put more and more weight on and i was suffering from depression and depression just led me to comfort eat and that is still a pattern i have at the moment i, I do comfort eat still and there's a lot of people that will do and i the message i want to share on that is it's absolutely fine to do that as long as you're not doing it to excess i comfort eat but it's not a bad thing anymore it's something that i i'm aware of whereas previously i wasn't aware and that's where the dangerous side of it came from but then you couple that with the fact that I went down the same road, I started drinking, I started smoking, and all these things contribute to putting new weight on. But the real big transformation for me was I actually got really sick. Um, I was really physically unhealthy and really physically unwell at a certain point in my life in my mid-20s. And that had two impacts on me. There was obviously the, the physical impact that it had on my situation at the time and the medication that I ended up on it actually stopped me drinking because uh, it's a certain type of medication and without boring people it just meant that anything that contains carbonate something's fizzy so pops lager that kind of thing could no longer drink it because it just tasted metallic and it was horrible and it just naturally led me to say well i'm gonna stop drinking you know the wine and the, the spirits and all the other stuff i'd already stopped smoking at that point so that was good but prior to me being hospitalized I'd actually gone through a period, probably about six months, where I was just constantly drinking, constantly smoking. I was like the most unhealthiest person you would have met at that point. And it, it showed. Now, I'm not sure whether or not that contributed to me being unwell. I'm sure it did, but it wasn't the underlying reason, luckily. But then what happened was, after being sick for a few years and, and being on the medication for a few years and then just being forced, in essence, to not drink and not do these things, 
uh, I came off the meds and I thought, well, why not try drinking eggs? That's what people do. So I tried that and I hated it. I hated the taste. Couldn't do it anymore. And to this day, I, I do not drink anymore because I just don't enjoy it. Um, and that's fine. I've got nothing against those that do. I just, just, I got out of the habit. I no longer need it. I'm, I'm happy with that. So that was one of the first things. But then when I came out of the hospital originally, I had a look at myself and I was like, I already know that I'm unhealthy. I knew that I was overweight. I knew that I was unfit. And as much as I tried to remedy that in the past, I'd never been able to. And I think I just had a word with myself at one point. I was just like, I just need to do something. Um, and it, for me, it came at the end of the relationship that I was in, broke down. That had, again, a bad impact on my, my mental state at the time, unfortunately. And it was when I just kind of got all of these things, I just said to myself, luckily, you just need to sort yourself out. And I did. So I found a few hobbies that I enjoyed. I used to dance when I was a teenager and I got back into that and I started loving that again. And that is the type of dancing I was doing certainly was um, very intensive potentially with what I was doing. And, and that had a big impact. I started playing tennis again, which I absolutely love. And that had a big impact. I then finally got myself to the gym. And again, as most people will be aware of, when you go to the gym and you just join in, more often than not, if you're just becoming a member, they will give you a free session with a personal trainer. So I, I thought, well, I don't think I need one, but I'll try it. So I did. And I clicked with the PT, really enjoyed what he was teaching me. So I continued on with him. I enjoyed the gym and I found strength training. Whereas in the past, I'd always gone to the gym and tried treadmills, the rowing machines, the spin bikes, and I hated them. So I, I, I'm not a cardio person. I never really have been, although I do like my spin and I do actually like rowing. But hitting the treadmill and just running for hours and then I hated it. Um, but the strength training, there was something about it for me of the whole thing of being able to lift heavy weight and seeing the impact that I had on my body and my, my own well-being. That's what kept me going. And then what I did is I continued working with a PT, not for you know, go to the gym and beast me and train me, but to teach me, you know, teach me about my own body and how the mechanics of it work. And as I mentioned, that's what led me to get certified, not because I really wanted to train other people, but because I wanted to understand it in more detail for myself. And I just gained a bit of an obsession around it. I was training every day. I was training a couple of hours every day. I was lifting a lot of weight, but it was, as I mentioned earlier, it's that satisfaction that came with it. I was lifting heavier and heavier and heavier weights. And seeing what other people at the gym were lifting as well and guys who were twice my size and I was able to outlift them on, on a lot of the exercises. There's a, a big sense of ego in that, I'm not going to lie. And it, it wasn't something I walked around bragging about and I've never been the biggest guy and I never will because I'm not interested in the aesthetics to that level. But to be able to know and go to gym and see that I'm stronger than a lot of those people that were around me who looked ripped to hell and model type quality. And it's like, well, actually, yeah, but you can lift a quarter of what I can something really satisfying to that but then the knock-on effect from it is what it did to the rest of my life i started eating healthier i find that when i exercise more frequently i do eat healthier and then i lost the weight through it and seeing the physical change in my body even though i never got to be ripped and i probably never will because again I, I just don't want to get to that level it just had that positive switch in my brain where i was body conscious in the past and as i got bigger and bigger it fed into that and i got more body conscious and uncomfortable to you know be able to take a top off when you got sunbathed and some daft like that to then be able to say well actually no I'm, I'm fit and healthy and yeah i don't have a perfect body but at the end of the day i am strong i am fit i am doing really well i've got the discipline now to do this every day i'm eating really well i'm enjoying the foods that i'm eating which are much healthier and you know weaning myself off sugars and fizzy pops and all this kind of rubbish and I think ultimately when I got to that point where I realized that I'd 
what's the body fat which I'd put on? And I think that's one of the key messages that I want to share and I always will share is don't focus on the weight, focus on the body fat. Because what actually happened with me is I dropped the body weight to a certain level, but because I then started putting the muscle on, I regained the body weight, but the body fat had gone. And that's the big difference. And it's a big shift in certain people's mindset when they don't necessarily see the correlation because some people will start to train, they'll see the put weight on and they're thinking, well, why am I training and I'm putting weight on? But the weight you're putting on is muscle, which is good. So I digress. But getting to that point of seeing the results of this, I think is what triggered me to carry on doing what has led me to the point that we're at now, sir. So to I've always had that business mind if I wanted my own business. I always had that aspiration. But to get to that point to really push myself and focus on my self-development, my personal development, to learn more about my body, my mind, my how to run businesses, the different types of businesses, and then to get to this point that we're able to do something like this and share it, that's the result of getting into the physical exercise and the physical health. So that's the impact it had on me. Oh, honestly, that's an amazing story, Lee. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit like you. And it's great because, like you say, you know, we've had this conversation before, but never this in depth. So I've, I'm also learning a lot, a lot about you and, and your background. Um, and interesting that we've got very kind of similar stories in a way, which which is um, which is phenomenal. Actually, I've really enjoyed that. Um, I think a couple of things um, actually just to finish off um, li listening to what you had to say, and I was thinking there. When you said i'm never going to have the perfect body and um, there's no such thing as the perfect body and i know you know that but i just think we need to say that out loud because um everybody should know that there's no such thing as the perfect body it's your body and it's your temple and um if you feel okay with it that's what that's what's important and, and i think that's the message really the key message from today is that you have to feel fit and healthy in whatever form that takes it's not about being five stone, 10 stone, 20 stone. It's not, you know, it is about, do you feel comfortable and happy and well enough and physically well enough to be able to go out and, you know, and, and do whatever you need to do and it's not stopping you, you know, and I think that, that that's that's vitally important. I think the other piece that you brought up, which was really key, um, and I wish I'd have said it because it was so good, um, was about the, the body fat piece. I think, you know, that is absolutely, um, Honestly, one of the one of the biggest things I learned, and it took me ages to understand that, um, was I was focusing on the scales, and and that did I went through that strange period, like you were saying, where um, I was losing weight, um, but when I was looking um, at the scales, sometimes there were weeks when I weren't, when I wasn't losing weight, and you know maybe months sometimes I didn't lose weight, and I was like, well, why? And I, I'd feel that frustration. It wasn't until I learned about you know, this whole piece about body fat and there's nothing more important in health than body fat. It is absolutely king. It, it overruled anything, you know, forget the weight. Um, and then when I started monitoring my body fat, quite often, like you were saying, I would see that maybe my weight didn't change for a few months, but my body fat changed, you know, it, that was coming down. So I think that was absolutely great point um, that you definitely stole from me in my mind, Lee, is what I would say. Um, <laughs> mind reading now, that's the trick. Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. So I think we've done quite well today, Lee. I think we've just yeah. got 30 minutes looking at the clock. Um, so I really hope that everybody has enjoyed listening today. A um, little bit different, you know, and that's kind of what this is about. We're going to focus on these four key pillars, um, you know, that we've kind of set under the Tenacious Typhoon brand. Um, and, and it's just nice to be able to talk about uh, sort of lots of varied topics, but ultimately how they all fit into being successful. Um, 
I've really enjoyed today, Lee. I'm sure you have as well. Um, any final thoughts for anybody before we leave? Just to echo what you said, really, like we set these core pillars up to underline and underpin really what leads to success in our opinions. So again, this contentious point because everyone has their own opinion, but setting yourself up for success is key and having that healthy lifestyle, having the physical health, the physical fitness is just so important. And I don't honestly believe that without that, you can really succeed because you will have rubbish sleep, you'll be tired, you won't have the energy, you won't have the inclination to do things. Whereas the com the inverse of that is where you are physically healthy or you're, you're coming out of the results and sessions and things like that, that it just has such a knock on impact. And as I said, in my own journey, it, it, it getting to that point is what spurred me on to do more, which I always knew I wanted to do, but I never had the inclination to do it or I doubted myself. It gave me that confidence to really push on. And that's, the importance of it in my mind. So I think it's been a really good session. Um, I think this is certainly just a start of more to come, frankly, because again, big topics and we can definitely talk around them. But I think it's been good for us to share. Um, and like I said, thank you for, for sharing yours. And it's it's good to hear different people's stories and, and see the actual impact of, of how what we're talking about does actually make an impact to your, your own life and your own success. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more there, Lee. Right, well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, if you have enjoyed today, please like and share and comment. You know, we'd love to hear from you. Any questions, you know, please come and knock on Lee and I's door. We are always available. You know, we love hearing from people um, who are listening to us and watching us. So any feedback, any comments are always really welcome. So thanks again, guys. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Yeah, thanks everyone. See you soon.